What's up, everybody? Uh, I just want to uh, shout out to Khalif Adams. Uh, he's over on Twitter at uh, Kajakins. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but uh, it's spelled K-A-H-J-A-H-K-I-N-S, uh, or just search for Khalif Adams over there. He's from the podcast Spawn On Me. Uh, check out his weekly podcast where he gives you the gaming news and interviews while spotlighting people of color in the gaming industry. Um, I actually found uh, an episode they put out just today as a recording, so June 1st, um, that he did with uh, Blessing Edioye Jr., Pika Chalita, Cameron Hawkins, Zombie Kills, and Paris Lilly. Uh, very special episode where um, they talk about being black in America, how the gaming industry is failing black creators, and the state of the world, um, and yeah, everything that uh, that they are working through and dealing with and processing and having to live with, and you know, some of them have children, and it's it was just so eye opening. Um, so I implore all of you to go check that out uh, over at uh, Spawn on Me's uh, YouTube channel, uh, Spawn on Me podcast YouTube channel. And, uh, and, and yeah, like I said, give Khalif Adams a follow over on Twitter. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty great dude. Um, so, yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, I uh, have another shout-out here for Gabe Patillo. Um, go check out at Gabe Patillo, G-A-B-E-P-A-T-I-L-L-O. Uh, he's from the podcast Married to the Games. Uh, they have a weekly podcast where they discuss video games, marriage, jobs, and more. He's been featured on Kind of Funny Games Daily, uh, as well as our network's very own Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast. So um, if you ever listen to them, one of our sister podcasts, uh, he was actually a guest on that. Um, go over to his ch- his Twitter. Um, check him out at, uh, at Gabe Patilla, like I said. And I know he has links to the Kind of Funny Games Daily episode. He has links to uh, that Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast. And then definitely, definitely go check out Mary to the Games um, they have some, some, some cool content over there and, uh, and yeah, he's just an awesome dude. So definitely worth a follow on Twitter as well. Go, go check him out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here uh, in the virtual studio with me is the one, the only, J.J. Purdom. Hey, what's happening, Garrett? Hey, and what's happening to all you people, the listeners of the Super Gamer Boys? I'm excited to be here in the virtual studio. Um, Dude, it's been, what, two? It's been two weeks since I've been on a show. It's been a long time. Yeah, last week you were out of town, MIA. We begged to do a show, but you just were not available. And uh, yeah. all because of you, we, we weren't able to do a show. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the blame falls directly on your shoulders. No, and yet, 100%. You weren't, you, you weren't on the show the week before because of the uh, the bathroom emergency that you had where you had to yeah. leave the... Leave, what? That's was, the way I remember it anyway. Well, let's just say there were close calls. There were close calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, so hey uh before we get into the show why don't we go ahead and, and address the elephant in the room um earlier on today uh as we're recording this podcast it's monday the first of june and uh we were kind of struggling whether to do a show and we didn't do a show last week uh and then the week before of course you weren't you had some stuff go on and it was just Zach and i doing the show mm-hmm. we felt like with everything that's going on in the world that it was important for us to 
keep the train rolling down the tracks, as it were. Um, if COVID and all of the stuff that's been going on with social distancing and the lockdown and everything else weren't enough to be dealing with and to be having on our plates, um, the things that have been going on in the world over the last week or so have been so heavy. Um, I feel like it's important that we we bring it up to light. Um, a gentleman by the name of George Floyd uh, was was killed by a police officer um, who is now being charged with third degree manslaughter um, after holding his knee on the guy and apparently asphyxiated. And um, it comes down to what a lot of people are believing is racism. And right now there's a whole lot of yeah. riots that are happening around the world. A lot of protests. A lot of these protests have turned very violent. And um, it's hard for us because uh, we come from very unique backgrounds that we can't really speak to racism so much. We're a couple of white guys um, that I guess are cisgendered white males. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I, I'm just saying that it's hard for us to ever talk about racism. I've, I've seen racism and prejudice my entire life. Um, thankfully, I, I've never felt that way. Um, I know I make jokes and, and joke about all the differences that we have, uh, but I think that the differences that we have in our different cultures and communities are what is unique and what makes us this awesome melting pot that is the United States. And I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to live in this country and... I know that you are too, Garrett, and Zetches as well. We're, you know, we're, you know, Bible toting, flag wearing American or flag waving Americans. And uh, I know we've got people who listen from other countries that listen to our show each and every week. And we try to bring humor and comedy to uh, to video games, or at least I try to. Sometimes more inappropriately than, than the rest of you guys. But there's a lot of heavy stuff going on right now. Um, all the people that are rioting and looting, it's coming from places of hurt. And there, there's a lot of people that are feeling a lot of despair. You would have thought that we would have got away from a lot of this racism stuff back in the 50s and 60s. Um, but unfortunately, it hurt us 2020, and we're still dealing with some of that. And right now is a time when most of us should be loving one another. You know, when we should be pulling, even though we got the social distancing thing, this is the time when we should be pulling closer together at a, at a respectable six foot distance. But we should be trying to love one another and not holding each other down or uh, treating each other differently. So I hope that we can get past all of this stuff that's going on out in our community with the, uh, the rioting. I hope that people that want to protest can try to do so without being harmful and destructive to property and potentially destructive to other people's lives. But I felt like it was important for us to bring it up, Garrett, only because this is some heavy stuff, and uh, I don't want to just act like there's nothing else going on. There's some major stuff going on in the world, and I think that it's important that, that we bring it up, you know, and start a dialogue um, and let people know that, like, hey, we're, we're still here. We're hoping to be able to bring some video game joy because there's still joy in this world. Video games just happen to be one of the things that, that bring us a lot of joy. Yeah, and just to kind of touch on some things that, that I've even been feeling too through this whole thing. Again, like like JJ said, we're a couple of this like white dudes with, with beards who, you know, whatever. Like it's kind of a dime a dozen. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know, seeing seeing all everything that's going down, um, it's been sad. And honestly, you're right. On one hand, it's like I'm proud to be an American, but 
that's definitely been been wavering lately with some of the stuff that's going on out there and so yeah no it's sad racism is is horrible and it's um and it's crazy that uh that that is in the world today and that people have to um deal with that without any choice like they didn't you know people don't get to choose what you know what skin color they have and what nationality they have and so it's sad that that's so prevalent in in our world today um and so yeah our hearts go out to you know george floyd's family our hearts go out to like the black community um you know i i we we want to do our best to support you know the black lives matters movement as well so that's even today on today's show instead of um running our normal ads on our uh show today um even the patrons uh you know supporters you're going to get ads today but they're not going to be for our network ads they're going to be for um uh, I, you know, reach out on Twitter and of course our Patreon producer, he, he, uh, came through, um, he's awesome. Uh, he gave me a bunch of awesome content creators, YouTubers, podcasters, people on Twitter who are worth following, who are part of that black community and, uh, have, uh, like great voices and especially even primarily like the video game community. So we're going to be shouting them out throughout the show. Um, what will probably happen is, yeah, I'll insert those ads like throughout the show at different, probably at the typical points where you normally would hear ads, but it's going to be shouting out some people you should follow on Twitter, some YouTube channels you should follow and podcasts you should go check out. Cause, um, man, now is the time for, um, yeah, we, we do have, uh, this white privilege and I want to be able to give whatever spotlight I can to, um, to these people who, who need the voice right now during this time. There's been some really cool content coming out in the last couple of weeks um just um from i mean for the last few months years from these people and then even just in the last couple of weeks i don't know there's been some not cool some eye-opening content from these people in the last couple of weeks that uh, i've even just started watching some of the, the youtube videos and listening to some of the podcast episodes and um as a white dude like uh, it's stuff that i just never thought of so i'm really hoping that uh you guys actually will go check it out after we you know uh give these uh um um, yeah, share their, their names and, uh, their feeds on, on our show today. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it yeah. ultimately boils down to, we need to do better. We need to yeah. be better and we, we need to keep need to striving, yes. to, striving to do better every day. Yeah. And, uh, 100%. I know that this week we're going to put on a better show than we did last week because we didn't have a show last week. We so didn't, technically we didn't have one. It will <laughs> legitimately be better than last week. <laughs> The only way this could be worse is if, you know, one of our houses burned down, which I think I made a joke about that last week. And I don't know if you heard that, JJ. Your yeah. house didn't burn down. Your house didn't burn down. It's all good. No electrical you know, fires, fun, nothing, nothing funny, crazy. Funny enough, I do have a couple of lights that are flickering pretty bad, and I do have one outlet that broke. So I'm going to put that squarely on your shoulders. Oh, okay. I'm going to put cool. that squarely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to blame you for that. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? I was going to, you know, normally we talk about like, hey, how was your week? But really i was so out of the loop i had been listening to uh, a book for the last like uh i talked with uh, dirty dustin who's one of our patreon supporters uh, i talked to him uh, <laughs> i talked to dustin about uh he asked about like hey what what books on tapes is everybody listening to right now or what would you guys suggest and i thought oh my god you just really showed your I, age there books on tape come on dude no one listen to books on tapes okay i I am a lot older, but I thought I've, I've read the stand like three times. I love it. I bet, I bet he's never read it before. It would be awesome on tape. So I suggested that to him. And then I thought I'm going to listen to it on tape. 
So for the last like almost two weeks at work, that's all I've been doing is listening to the stand. It's 48 hours of content. And uh, so I, so crazy. I went through it. It's a giant book. And I went through and uh, listened to it. And it was absolutely incredible. I just finished it um, yesterday, actually, the day before yesterday. And I haven't listened to podcasts in a couple of weeks. I haven't been reading any Yahoo news or anything. Normally, I was doing a little bit of that every day. And I'll tell you what, like when I went back on the news, I realized I heard the name George Floyd jump up a couple of times. I didn't think much of it, honestly, because I have been completely out of the loop. And you actually come, you said, man, did you hear what's going on with this? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Oblivious, completely oblivious. And I'm like in a bubble. You know, I just I've been walking in uh, in a Stephen King world and that's where I've been for the last two weeks in a, in a post-apocalyptic world. And when I get my head out of that out, book, we're basically almost I'm there in now. A post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Jeez, man. <laughs> Dustin, thanks for thanks for uh, putting me onto that book, man. Because well, you didn't really put me onto the book, but you put me onto the idea of the book. And I hope that you'll end up uh, going and getting it. Of course, we talked about it, and he looked it up, and it was like forty-six dollars for that. And uh, I was like, whoa, that's way too much money for me to I can buy that book, a physical copy for like 10 bucks at a used bookstore when they open again and or even on Amazon. And uh, you found a really chintzy, dirty website from China that you hooked me up with. I don't know if it's from China. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and I and I listened to it on, on this uh, free website. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily free. Some might call it pirated or stolen. I'm not really no, sure. No, no, no. I think I looked into it a little bit, and it, it is technically free. I don't know how they do it, but uh -huh. I think it is technically legally free. I don't know if it has something to do with like weird public domain. or I don't, What's that's not the word, is it? I don't know. Uh, I would say I probably am inundated with a huge amount of viruses on my phone now. Oh, I'm yeah. Just saying, no, I don't know. I don't guaranteed, know that guaranteed. Sure. That's, yeah, that's yeah. no question to ask. There's uh -huh. probably all kinds of Trojans on there as, as of now, but no, uh, I was fully immersed in this, in this world and, uh, and it was pretty awesome. And it was even better that I got to do it for free. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, no, my, my last couple of weeks have been, uh, let's just say they've been insane and that's why I haven't been on the show. So, uh, um, thanks all for the, uh, the well wishes and, uh, the thoughts and prayers and whatever, like, I know like a lot of people have been like, Hey, hope you're doing all right. Cause yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. Not quite out of it yet, but, um, at least I'm able to do a podcast this week and cause this, this is therapy for me, like being able to you yeah. know, hang out with you and talk video games. And even amidst all this craziness, like, you know, all day today, I've been just, you know, I, <clears throat> may, maybe I just need to delete social media for a little bit. Cause I just get sick to my stomach looking at it. Like, like I've been nauseous all day, like looking at the horrible injustices that are happening and just like, you know, the murder of um, George Floyd and just like in other things that are happening in our world. And it's just like COVID-19. I'm like, I just need to delete that. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good, doing, doing all right today. Uh, I'm here and, uh, yeah, thanks for, yeah, this is support the last couple of weeks with me not being on the show. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And that, uh, with that to say, let's, let's move on into the show. Cause I am excited to be able to, um, bring some, some, hopefully some levity to some of your guys' day. Um, cause that's what we want to do. We don't want to be insensitive, but we also know like some people want the escape and yeah. so let's just, uh, so listen in, enjoy our, uh, our beautiful, 
uh, bass tones in our voices, and uh, at least mine. You know, JJ has a higher I, voice. But... Yeah, I kind of have a higher. <laughs> mine is like more like a baritone. But right, right. if you if you enjoy it, you could always help out by supporting us on Patreon. Like like some of our amazing yeah. Patreon supporters that do so constantly and help me with all of the sweet sweet stuff I get. Thanks to Patreon. Yeah, right. Uh, Patreon.com slash SuperGamerBoys. We have our Patreon producer over there, Adrian Holmes. Shout out to Adrian. Like I said earlier, he hooked us up with all the, uh, um, the also awesome shout outs and ads you're going to be hearing throughout the show. Um, and uh, I even, right in the in the, the tweet, I you know replied back to him. I'm like, dude, if you have any cool ideas for this time, like something you want to do or you know any good ideas for us to do, like hit me up. I'm good with anything. So we'll see. We'll, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he has I, some, some cool ideas. Yeah, Adrian had some great ideas, but I love that. I love that uh, Garrett earlier, when telling me about Adrian, he's like, "Oh, I have a token black friend." So I love that that was the first thing you went to, and I felt like that's what we got to get away from, Garrett. You can't, you can't say stuff like you have a token black friend. You know, Adrian is, he's what? You can't say things like that either. (laughs) No, okay, I get it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I can. Pretty sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> Not, what I mean is you can't you can't keep telling lies. Well, how many times have I told you? Like you can't you can't just make up lies oh, I can't about make me. Stuff up. Yeah. It, it, that's you. you <laughs> it's okay if it's about you. You can make up all the stuff you want about you. It's just it's just when you tell I, I you know I'm a touchy. I'm I'm a sensitive soul, JK. I'm a yes, sensitive I understand. soul. And I, I and nobody I ever believes the stuff I make up about myself. <laughs> like, but they believe it when you say it about me. Apparently. No. Yeah, they do. That's kind <laughs> of why I do it. Uh, no, not, it's not good. Uh, shout out to our Patreon sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, and Brent Fox. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Again, for all the support, helping us uh, do the things that, uh, we, we do to keep this podcast going and bring you guys, um, great content. Um, JJ will sometimes be able to get not so great. Sometimes, sometimes not like so great content. Really mediocre content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, JJ will probably be able to get the last of us part two this month, uh, because yep. of your guys' support. You know, we actually just, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, we broke that threshold of, you know, now we're up to making like a little over $60 a month. And it's like, perfect. Like we can buy, you know, a new game a month. That's great. At least for one of us. So JJ's getting Usually last of us part two. That's good. <laughs> No, not, yeah, not which, necessarily. Not necessarily. I but probably let's be perfectly. <laughs> but <honest>. probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I am completely thrilled because, yeah, I mean, you the, the one good thing to look forward to has been The Last of Us on the horizon. You know, with so much else weighing us down. Like I'm telling you, this has like been that one lampstand that's standing there that I'm looking at that I'm excited about. And man, I've got the Last of Us fever big time. Like I, I, in fact, I just got a controller that is a Last of Us Part Two branded controller with yeah, Ellie's y- tattoo on it. You're welcome. Yeah, right? You, I, right. I, I, I know you're trying to play it off like you just found it somewhere, well, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim that one. I got it for JJ. I, JJ's that, a good friend, and he's done a lot for the show, and he's been, yeah, just an awesome friend to me. So I was like, I'll get you the limited edition Last of Us Part Two controller. So I'm did, glad. Uh, have, have you have you broke it out yet? I'm actually played on it though, because oh, I know the other of day. Course. Okay. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I know the other day you're no. like it's charging. I'm like, and I told you, I'm like, you're not allowed to use it until you play Last of Us Part Two. So put it back in the box now. And he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I was ready no. to do it. I was ready to do it. Right? <laughs> Yeah, but no. I told I told my son he's not allowed to play Fortnite on it because it might mess up my controller. Right. He's right. like, I don't think it. I don't think it will, Dad. I'm, like, I'm pretty will. sure it will. Yeah. 
Now, I also want to get you a new controller because I know I feel like you've complained in the past. You're like, all my controllers are like broken or weird. or The analog sticks are janky or they don't charge right. So I'm like, I want to make yeah. sure when JJ pops open Last of Us Part 2 for the first time, and he just he has a controller that works and like it'll just work. I, it'll be charged. And yeah. the analog sticks aren't I janky had, and <laughs> the buttons I aren't sticky. Two, two, <laughs> I have I have two other controllers and actually one of them, uh, the plug port doesn't work to charge. You can't plug a cord into it. So it has to set in the dock and it, it charges fine. But sometimes it just freezes and gets janky and doesn't want to work. You have to like uh, detach it from the PlayStation and set it back up and then it'll work for a little while. And then part of the rubber on the same one, part of the rubber on one of the analog sticks broke off. I think my daughter kept pulling on it while she was playing Minecraft and uh, eventually just pulled it off. And she's like, it fell off. No, it didn't fall off. You ripped it off. And uh, so, so yeah, it's nice to have a controller that's mine and they don't get to put their jelly fingers on it. You know what I mean? You need to have a nice little display case for your dresser in your room and it just sits there and on the charger. And then when it's ready to play, you open the glass case. Pull it out with, with gloved hands. and <laughs> Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> with all your rubber gloves from, from working pe- with pesticides every day. <laughs> all righty. What do you say we get into the nerdy nudes? It is now time for the nerdy nudes. All righty. Well, this week, um, so this is going to be a little bit of news from last week, a little bit of news from this week. There's been, because we didn't have a show last week, there's some cool stuff that uh, I want to talk about. So, first on the list here, Hideo Kojima claims he recently had a major project canceled. That's uh, sad for me. That's uh, probably the worst thing uh, that could possibly happen is Kojima not putting out a game that he he was making because we all know how much I have a crush on Hideo Kojima. Oh, I'm so I'm so glad that you said that, but you kind of stole it right out of my mouth because I was yeah. going to say that like I know. that is that's, that's why I said it's it. one man crush that he's allowed. It's one yeah. totally strictly hetero man crush that he has. Yeah. Oh no. I I, I maybe overly idolize this man, but he <laughs> only puts out gold. He only puts out gold in my eyes. Uh, so over at VGC Video Games Chronicle, Andy Robinson over there writes. Uh, The Metal Gear creator made the comments in an extensive interview with Japanese site LiveDoor, in which he also reflects on the sales performance of Death Stranding, which he said he considered a success overall. Asked about plans for his next game, Kojima said, It's still in the early planning stages, so I can't say much, but on the down low, I'm actively working on it. Recently, a major project of mine got canceled, so I'm pretty pissed, but that's the games industry for (laughs) you. Asked about Death Stranding sales, the Japanese designer said there is no need to worry about funding for Kojima Productions' next project. We've absolutely crossed the line we needed to cross to be in the black, including recovering development cost. So I'd call it a success. I'd call it a successful result, he said. And we still have the PC release coming up, and we've secured enough to begin preparing for our next project. So there's no need to worry. Um, Kojima has reportedly said he'd like to work on multiple projects alongside the studio's next big game, which has been hinted to be a horror title. Uh, one person with knowledge of the studio's plans told VGC it had also opened early discussions about making a project for Google Stadia. However, it is not clear if those discussions developed. Um, let's see. There was one other thing. Uh, oh, right here. Because a couple weeks ago, there were some rumors that came out that Hideo Kojima could be working on a Silent Hill game. Um, in the Live Door interview, Kojima specifically refuted recent claims that he had secretly resurrected Konami's canceled Silent Hills project, saying that's completely false. So, um, of course, he could be just lying, but sure, I don't know. He's 
he's usually not a straight up liar. Usually he's just more cryptic. Like I felt like if he was going to say no or if he was going to lie and actually it's yes, he would use some weird cryptic language. The fact that he's just like, no, that's totally untrue. Like I almost believe the guy because like we all know what he was like before Death Stranding came out. Like everything he said, he'd never just say yeah. no or he would never straight out lie. It was always, yeah. oh, I don't know. Like we'll see. Like blah, like he'll have some like weird like puzzle that yeah. you're like a he riddle or something for you. He's like he the riddle master. Like he was like the Japanese Willy Wonka because he was like hiding stuff. There was innuendo. Things were like, oh, you had yeah. to like read into everything he said. So every picture you know. he posted on Twitter had a little like, like something hidden in the, like on something on his desk. He, and it's just like, if you zoomed in on a pencil or something, it said something or like a post-it note. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'm pretty I sure him saying you, no is just, is just no. <laughs> yeah. But I, I got to tell you, I know we talked about it a few weeks back. It could have, it could have been a few months ago that we were talking about the, the possibility of resurrecting those Silent Hill games. I know for me personally, I was really excited at the prospect and especially they have him helmet, even yeah. if they were just simple reboots, you know, just similar to what what happened with uh, with Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, just tearing them down using the wishbones of the game and then building them up. I was really hoping for something like that, to be perfectly honest, um, kind of a little devastated. I, you know, he's probably being completely honest. It might have been something else that fell through, but. I, I really would have liked to have seen those Silent Hill games. I was kind of hoping that was the next thing that he was well, going to be working on. Just because he's not working on it, though, doesn't mean it's not still happening. That's the thing. Like, it could still very much be happening because technically Konami owns it. So Konami could sure. still be working on something without him. Like, it, that actually makes more sense because Konami and Kojima do not have a great relationship. So for him to be working sure. on Silent Hill's game was kind of a far stretch. So, yeah, the fact that he's not working on it, there still could very much be. Uh, a remaster of those original games coming out or even a sequel like or like a soft reboot or something like what they've done with resident evil 2 um and it's just being done by konami in-house instead of you know working with their biggest oh. enemy yeah no <laughs> you're right the possibility is still there yeah. i think that i and and you too were holding out hope that he was at the helm oh yeah only because I mean, we know what he's after capable PT, of yeah just right. seeing that pt is it's like holy crap that'd be insane so i mean but even the fact that the rumors coming out of the project that he is currently working on, because he said in the interview, yep, I am working on something, it's still in the planning stages. Everything that's come out has been that it's like it's hinting towards it being a horror type game. So even if it's not PT specifically, but he just does like a horror game, like I'm 100% down. Like that's going to be so awesome. Who was it that was sharing that, uh, that 15 minute fan made uh, PT movie on, in our Discord? Was that. Was, was that it, Dan that, that... It was either Dan or Zetch or maybe Dustin. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a I lot just, of really, there's a lot, a lot of really yeah. awesome people in our Discord. Go check out supergamevoice.com really slash Discord. Uh, we've um, created a great community, but I, I want to say that it was Dan that was in there that shared that. And yeah, um, it, was Dan. it was like a 15-minute fan-made PT movie. And yeah. I'll tell you what, it was scary as heck. They remade <laughs> like, PT. Really? Yeah, they, they they made instead of PT being you know a game. Yeah, they remade it in a film, like a short film, and it was like, holy crap! Like this is yeah. terrifying. It was so good, even though I knew it was gonna happen. Like, I was just like, I I definitely had a couple of jump scares in there. I was like, oh, like <laughs> reacting. It's, holy crap. Um, but yeah, the other thing that kind of stood out to me with this article too, with talking about the Death Stranding sales. Like, I I'm really happy that they made their sales back, um, you know, that they've made their money, they're in the black, that they're 100% like, they're good financially. Like, and he even said like, oh, not only did we, were we able to pay for Death Stranding, but we have the funding for our next game. 
Um, it's just and they still though. have the PC. They still have the PC and, and the PC. Out, or, is, yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. going to be making bank off that. But I was more just shocked because it's interesting that he says that because um, usually when a game does really well, PlayStation is very vocal about it, like on their Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook, and like, hey, this game hit three million sales, two million sales, five million sales, whatever it is, like whatever milestone they hit, they're usually pretty vocal. So the fact that they never did that for Death Stranding. It, it is just interesting to me. Like, oh, does that mean like, I mean, obviously in Kojima's eyes, like he's happy about it. But just uh, to compare it to other PlayStation exclusive games, um, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious because they've they've never put out sales numbers for it. So I'm just curious how well or good good or bad it did compared to some of the other PlayStation exclusives. And obviously, once summer hits, it's going to go to PC and it won't be playstation exclusive anymore so maybe that's why playstation hasn't made a big deal about it um but yeah it's just interesting because like when god of war hit a certain amount of sales oh blow it up big big graphic that they mm -hmm. put out on twitter uh, when spider-man hit you know spider -Man, so many sales uncharted thing. blow it mm -hmm. up uh, horizon zero dawn blow it up yeah red um, dead redemption 2 same thing uh yeah. yeah so uh well yeah so like well like rockstar did that for them because because you know that's not a playstation exclusive mm -hmm. but yeah so it's just weird yeah. that kojima like neither playstation nor kojima productions put out like hey we've made this many sales like not, at least not that i know of maybe i need i missed something but so if any of you guys out there know of the death stranding sales hit me up on twitter and the discord because i'm curious like it's just weird that we haven't seen any sales numbers like how many copies it actually sold so yeah um Cool. Well, let's move on to the next story here. Uh, Xbox Series X backwards compatible games will support quick, quick resume feature and HDR, Microsoft says. Uh, this is kind of cool. Um, Microsoft explained some of the ways Xbox Series X will play older games even better than the hardware they were originally created for in a blog post this morning. Not only should gamers be able to play all these games from the past... Oh, by the way, this is from uh, Ethan Gatch over at Kotaku. Not only should gamers be able to play all these games from the past, but they should play better than ever before jason ronalds who's helping lead development on xbox series x wrote in a post over on the xbox wire to that end he outlined the ways older games from xbox xbox 360 and xbox one will play on the next gen hardware aided in large part by the fact that they will run natively making full use of the new cpu gpu and solid state drive games will see significant reductions in in-game load times um They'll support an innovative HDR reconstruction technique that adds HDR to older games that didn't originally have it, which that's super interesting to me because HDR is a really a pretty new technology um, just in the last kind of, I don't know, probably since you know this PS4 or Xbox One generation and even like later in the generation that uh, um, HDR has been showing up in games. So pretty much since the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X came out. Um, so it's just interesting to me, like how how complicated is that software that they're creating that it's going to add HDR to games that are like fifteen years old? Like it seems so bizarre to me that they can do something like that. Like it doesn't even make any sense. But that's why I'm not making the Xbox right. <laughs> <laughs> um, older games will also support Xbox Series X's new quick resume feature, which lets players swap between up to at least three games at a time. Um, so that's like kind of like the thing where. You know, you're playing a game over here and then like, oh, I actually want to go play this game. So instead of shutting down the game, you just put it on sleep mode and then go play this other game. And you can jump right back to where you were before with that other game. So that's that's kind of cool because um, that's uh, that's something where, you know, previously on the Xbox One, 
I don't like quick resume was available to Xbox one games, but I don't think it was available to 360 and regular Xbox games. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. There's just some cool, uh, um, uh, just kind of updates there on the Xbox series X and everything going on. Um, uh, Release us a lot of a lot of tech specs and stuff. So I know you probably don't have much to say about that. No, but... I I already knew about the the tech. Yeah, yeah. Specs you call them? Yeah. No, I. Um, if you wanted to share them with some of our listeners, so they were aware of the uh, mm-hmm. HDR stuff. Yeah, you no, can. 100%. I mean, yeah. it's up okay. to you. Well, I did. I did already. But okay, thanks for giving oh. me permission to do that. So yeah. yeah, you know, you're you're welcome. Um. You're welcome. <laughs> What's the next story? Um. For for all the people out there who actually care about this, so uh, this is actually really sweet. Like even though again, like at this point, I'm not planning on getting an Xbox. This is pretty dang awesome. Like not only is this going to be backwards compatible with every Xbox, almost every Xbox game that's ever been made, basically, but then you're still going to have all the features. Like you're not limited on what features you're allowed to use. You're still going to all the features that you would have on a Series X game. You're going to be able to use for an Xbox game that came out in like 2005. So. I don't know that's just pretty cool to me, um, but no, it, it is a really cool thing, and it, it's actually a selling point. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. because yeah. now it's probably the cheapest time ever as the as the X series starts to come out. Um, it's probably going to be fairly inexpensive to pick yourself up a uh, you know secondhand uh, Xbox One. I know I've got one uh, in the in the ready that we're going to be setting up pretty soon, and I'm actually going to to throw down with some Game Pass um, because I figure. Why not? It's a phenomenal deal. And uh, all of the yeah, games that are disposable. That's the one thing that even even not being an Xbox guy, I can look at and say, man, Xbox is killing it with Game Pass. They really are. It's just something that they've done so well. And there's so many games at their disposal and so many top-rate uh, AAA games that, that they have that are available on Game Pass for, for 10 bucks a month. I mean, you can't beat that. No, no, it's 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 a killer deal, and what I love is, yeah, you immediately have access to almost almost all the Xbox exclusive games, which, granted, aren't many, but it's you know you get all you get all the Halo games, you get the Gears games, you get the, um, well, yeah, that's about it. I guess that's yeah. It. I was gonna say, <laughs> you know? Oh, Forza! Don't forget Forza. Forza We're gonna get so much. Hey, Xbox of, hate fine. tweets. <laughs> hey, this whole story I was talking about how awesome this feature is and how you know, <laughs> and honestly, like I hope PlayStation can do something like this. At this point, PlayStation is only com- backwards compatible that we know of with PS4. They haven't said it's not backwards compatible with older generations, but I'm starting more and more to think that that's probably the case. Like it's probably just going to be PS4 and not anything else, which would be so sad, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see um until uh yeah, so they announced more about the PS5, which at this point we don't know much. Um, mm. Let's see. This next news story uh, comes from The Verge. Nick Stat over there writes, Sony confirms PS5 will have exclusive games playable only on next-gen hardware. Uh, so the PlayStation 5 will have one selling point Sony thinks might be important to fans who are on the fence about upgrading to a new generation of gaming console. Exclusive titles playable only on the new hardware. Speaking with GamesIndustry.biz in an interview published Friday, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan said his company's upcoming device, which as of today has its first official reveal event scheduled for next week, which that's actually the next news story we're going to talk about. We'll see about that. 
uh, will have games you cannot play on existing PlayStation 4 devices. Of course, that's that's been true of pretty much every past console generation of the last three decades, but it's notable now because Sony and its primary competitor, Microsoft, have gone to great lengths over the last few years to create new system architectures that bridge current and future generations of gaming hardware. That means, in theory, Sony could release new games for both PS5 and PS4, as Microsoft plans to do with its Xbox One platform for at least the first couple of years after the release of its most powerful next-gen Xbox Series X. But Ryan says he wants to give PlayStation fans something new, something different, that can really only be enjoyed on the PS5. We have always said that we believe in generations. We believe that when you go all uh, go to all the trouble of creating a next-gen console, that it should include features and benefits that the previous generations does not include. And that, in our view, should make the games should make games that can make the most of those features, he said. We do believe in generations, and whether it's the DualSense controller, whether it's the 3D audio, whether it's the multiple ways that the SSD can be used, we are thinking that it is time to give the PlayStation community something new, something different, and that can really only be enjoyed on PS5. Um, so, yeah, basically what he's saying, he's coming out, and, and there's a lot more to the article, but the gist of it is... Sony is going to be focusing on, um, like with the PS5, not to say they won't have games that come to both PS5 and PS4, like that's not saying that, but it is saying that some PlayStation 5 exclusives will just, or some PlayStation exclusives will just be for PlayStation 5. There's going to be some PlayStation exclusives, I'm sure, that come out for both PS4 and PS5, but by the sound of it, there's going to be quite a few that are just for 5, and, um, it was crazy to see you were mentioning it earlier too like it's crazy to see the hate that they started getting with that yeah they put out this this mm-hmm. blog this this interview and people were ticked like how dare you this is ridiculous this is why i'm going with xbox blah 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 mm. blah but it's like as soon as i read that honestly i was almost relieved because it 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 helped me in my head justify why i would ever buy a ps5 like if i'm gonna spend 500 dollars for a plastic box give me a reason like to not feel horrible like 30 minutes after I get home. Like, you know, give me, <laughs> get, give me games that I can only play on that box and that it's going to use that technology to the best of its ability. Cause even right. Like even with Xbox, they, they say that no matter what, you're going to get the best of the best on the Xbox series X. But, and obviously I'm not a game designer. I'm not a programmer. I don't work in that technology field at all, but I, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But in my head, like, I feel like they're, they've got to somewhere they're sacrificing something. There's got to be a little bit sacrificed in order to keep that compatibility. Like in my head, it, I can't rationalize. Like, it doesn't make sense that they can have that sort of expansive compatibility between Xbox Series X and Xbox One and One S and One X and series, like all, basically four consoles and not games would need to be made it, very, yeah. very similar to each other. Yeah, there, there exactly. There couldn't be a whole lot of variance. Right. So, They've got to be sacrificing but, something in order to be able to do that. And right. and so that's what, like what so to hear that PS5 is going to be like, oh no, yeah, there'll be PS4 exclusive, PS4 slash PS5 exclusives, but we're going to make games that we can go full throttle, one hundred percent, full tilt into this, and it's going to use yeah. the, the PS5 hardware to the best of its ability, right. and you will you will never be able to get this on PS4, no matter how hard you try. I think and it's I think it's important to me. get that. 
to get to that point because that you want for the next generation to be so far superior in every way. Um, I was one of the people who I kind of went back and forth on whether or not to get a, a PS5. And as of right now, I'm not going to write out the gate. I know that you that you are. We've already talked about that ad nauseum that you're like for the first time. I'm trying ever. my best. Trying my best <laughs> to save those pennies. It's really hard to save money because there's so many other fun, shiny things I want to buy right now. And uh, it's hard to oh, be like, yeah. no, I need to save for this well, stupid and, PlayStation 5. You're going to need a lot of those pennies because you're getting ready to start having to buy a bunch more diapers again. You know, and... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we did got, just we we just potty trained my two and a half year old, so we're done with diapers with him at least. Ask, oh man, that, that was that was like uh, I think we started that two and a half, almost three weeks ago. No, it's been about two and a half weeks. Almost, I think at the uh, Thursday it'll be three weeks. And honestly, like after the first week, he had it. Like no more accidents. Wow. It was like. It was literally like an act of God. We're just like, <laughs> this is a miracle. Like, this is like equivalent of like, you know, God, God raining down fire. Excuse Whoa. the car outside. Excuse the I car outside. I thought that was your kid using the bathroom right now. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's just a uh, hot rod going by outside. Um, actually, probably a Harley. There's a couple Harleys that live on my street. Um, yeah, if you but haven't you noticed. You look like you're in right now. Yeah, right? I'm in my little, uh, this is my little, uh, PlayStation dungeon. <laughs> um, also known as my garage. Uh, no, with, uh, what was I saying? Oh, with the potty training though, like we were just worried, like, we're like, oh shoot, like this is going to be horrible. Like it's going to be weeks. It's going to be weeks of fighting. And like the fact that he like got it in like a few days, we're like, holy crap. Like, I don't know what we did. Like it definitely wasn't anything we did. Like we just got super lucky with having like the smartest kid in the world apparently because yeah he's like... super smart because i <laughs> i'm 41 and i haven't figured it out completely going to the bathroom <laughs> in the bathroom yet so the fact that he picked it up and you know you can't claim that it's from you either because like, no. oh did you do the pee pee party the peeing on the cheerios thing try no. that no, he didn't. He's, he's he sits down to go pee. Worried We're still about working CPS on that. Getting called if you tried that. Yeah, right. Worried yeah, it's also, also that. Also yeah. that. Right. Uh, at this Impressive. point, at this point, I'm like, no, like whatever you got to do to like, you just do your thing, kid. And like he's got it down pat, and uh, he's That's doing good. Great. So, yeah. Uh, the only time he has an yeah. accident, an accident really, is when uh, we distract him. Like the other day, like we got playing with him and distracted. And then we forgot that we needed to take him to go potty. And usually he says something and then he's like, yeah. uh, uh, uh Oh, he turns us and goes, Oh, we're like, Oh shoot. So sorry. Shep. Like that was totally on <laughs> us. Like that was totally on us. But uh, I remind, I remind my, my daughter all the time. I'm like, Hey, you go to the bathroom? No. And then she, I don't have to go. And then she goes and then she goes. Yeah. Know, every inevitably. time. Every time. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm, I'm glad it worked out for you because I know you were you were having a little bit of stress and with the new baby oh, yeah. coming, you're like, we just got to be done on top with, of everything you know? else going on these last two weeks in my life. Like, JJ, you know what's been going on. It's like, why did we decide to potty train a stinking kid right now? Like we're going to potty train a kid on top of like all yeah. the other crap yeah, Gar- going on. Gary it's started like... taking testosterone shots. He's trying to he wants to be a professional bodybuilder. So and he's been having low T for the longest yeah. time. Can't you tell? And other medication. Mm. <laughs> And other medication just wasn't working uh, ever since he struggles with that low T and, uh, and the fact that your hair is thinning and stuff like that now. So, I mean, yeah, I, it's not, oh, I can't, my head, my head, that almost was bad. I almost just, swung my headphones across the ground. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make up for JJ's storytelling, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but anyways, back to the PS five, uh, 
I do want to save up and get one of those. And this gets me just so much more excited because, yeah, I was I wasn't worried by any means, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, like I had had a couple times where I contemplated, like, should I just hold on to my PS4 and play exclusives on because they, they'll come to both. Right. Like they've got to. And then when this came out, it's like, well, that answers that question. Like they're not not all of them, at least. So I want to be able to play them and keep up with them and be able to talk to them about them on the podcast. Like I need to get one of these. And so again, I'm back at it, saving up my pennies, you know, really banking on, uh, uh, yeah, maybe some, uh, that Christmas bonus around that time sometime. Cause it's, they're supposed to come out holiday. I'm hoping, you know, most likely, you know, we won't get a Christmas bonus obviously until December. But we we don't we don't know when this is coming out. Holiday could be November, it could be December. Who knows? What about Christmas in July? We need to start working on the boss right now. Right now, be like, hey, dude, can we just get our Christmas in July bonus? <laughs> and he'll be like, uh, screw you. Pretty much. Yeah, um, uh, considering that we are a, in a unique position right now, that at the beginning of April, on April first, we hired two new employees because our company blew up so much, and yeah. uh, we were kind of worried. You know, I was I was one of those ones. Uh, Garrett, you can attest to it. That was yeah. like, we're hiring too many people. This is not we thought right. We're going to have to let them both down. go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we hired the two people and we blew up and legitimately just hired a third person that started today. So today was I our mean, first day. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. I think, I think that that means you're probably going to get fired, Garrett. But I'm, ju- I mean, I'm just saying. Let's just be completely. Probably. Honest. At least I have this podcast to fall back on. All the sweet, sweet money that's <laughs> coming in. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, if I had more time on my hands, man, I'd have a, we'd have a full-blown YouTube channel. I'd be doing, I'd be streaming all day, every day. You never know. I could right? make it big doing this. I if you know think, you could. If, if you think I could make it big doing this, show me some love on Twitter and some, some and, I, and, I'll, and I'll think about it. I'll seriously think about it. Maybe I'll quit my job. Screw no, John. don't. Don't, Screw because John. then I'll get stuck doing all your You'll stuff. You'll get stuck. Yeah, you can get stuck in the office doing phone calls. I can't, I can't do that stuff. I, I mean, you're, you're great on the phone. Oh, I know, but it's because I'm fake. I'll like I'll just tell everybody everything they want to hear. What do you think Don't I'm worry. doing all day? What do you think I'm doing all day, dude? Dude, like, you'll you get know, there and save the day. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I mean, all you podcast listeners, JJ, you know, like you guys have heard me talk. You kind of know who I am. I'm pretty transparent about like I, I'm usually a pretty straight shooter like about things. And as soon as I get on the phone, like my tone of voice changes. I sound like the most pleasant human being in the whole world. Like I get my, I kind of get like, it goes up in a little bit higher register, a little softer. He affects a Southern accent. Um, it, it's, it's funny. He <laughs> becomes like a Southern bell woman. I, it, I've never seen anything like it because he answers the phone. And he's like, hello, this is bird pest control. This is Garrett speaking. And I'm like, I don't understand why you're doing that. Like, why do you do that, Garrett? You don't have to. And he's like, I'm so sorry that you're dealing with cockroaches. I apologize. We're going to send JJ out and he's going to save the day for you, sweetheart. Don't yeah. you worry about it. He'll be right, right over. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not quite that bad, but it is to the point. And then like some of the close. things I'm, I'm sweet talking them to. I'm just like, Oh man, like I am way too, like if I was talking to these people in person, uh, well <laughs> with my personality, I'd probably like crumble and just like sheer anxiety. Cause I can't handle that. Uh, <laughs> if I was talking to them in person, but then even like over, over the, you know, usually these people are the type of people like afterward, they go and talk to you and be like, Oh, they were the worst. I can't stand them. Like you just got to BS them. That's how, it, that's how it works. That's how best, you know, work on the phones work. <laughs> just got to BS and make them think they're the most important person in the world. And, uh, it works pretty good, but you know, that's why I'm glad I can come here and just be straight and real. Cause it's exhausting being <laughs> like talking to people all day when they're just complaining about bugs that we can't 
like there's only so much we can do like we're not magic you know we're not wizards we're not going to show up and right? you know take care of their bugs but man so i would love for you to take on the phones because my brain at the end of the day is completely fried trying to come up with sweet and nice things to say to people let me tell you <laughs> all righty let's get into this last news story and we kind of hinted at it a little bit earlier um but uh <laughs> this headline's a little misleading that's because this originally came out may 29th from playstation.blog you're invited a look at the future of gaming on playstation 5 the original article reads as this uh actually you know i won't even read the we'll we'll get to the original article but uh, basically, they announced last week that on June 4th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, they were going to do a huge presentation uh, revealing uh, a bunch of stuff about the PS5 this week. So, you know, today's the first was recording, so on Thursday, we are going to have tons and tons of information about PS5, games coming out, probably, I, I imagine, some more stuff about the console. They didn't actually say it straight up, but I'm sure... I would have hoped they'd show at least show the box or something, but basically there's going to be a huge PS5 event. Here's the update that came. Sorry, I'm getting like attacked by gnats. I'm in my garage with the garage door open, so I'm getting a little uh, chewed up here. Um, update as of today, June 1st. We have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is a time for celebration and for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. Um, so this is one of those things like I I saw it on Twitter first, uh, the post pop up before I checked out the blog post. And yeah. um, I initially, obviously, you're bummed. You're just like, oh, man, like that was finally sure. something something good to look forward to in our day to day. Like as crazy and horrible as life's been the last couple of weeks or months with COVID-19 and um, with, you know, all the, the, the protests going on in the world today. And it's like, okay, like this will be a light, you know, kind of thing in, in this darkness. And then, and then to get that is at first, you know, obviously a disappointment, but man, the more like immediately after thinking that my initial thought was just like, oh, but like they are 100% spot on. I think I, as soon as I saw that, I immediately retweeted it. And just like, this is, a, I commented, I was like, this is the smartest thing they could have done. Like this, as we mentioned earlier in the show, like, yeah, with everything going on, like we, we need to be giving the spotlight to, um, to the voices that need to be heard, to those black voices that need to be heard at this time. And having something like this would be taking even just momentarily it's taking the spotlight and taking their voices away at that time and so on that hand that's how i feel about it i am on board with them you know postponing it uh and and also i guess there's some rumors coming out that even some of the content that could have been in it could have been misconstrued as possibly insensitive or possibly just like untimely which made me think like maybe some of the games may one of the games might have had something to do with um, maybe some sort of civil unrest or revolution or rioting or something. I'm not sure if they didn't specify directly, obviously, and obviously they didn't say that in the blog post, but that's like some of the, some other news articles have come out with, uh, um, some reports of that. So it's one of those things where, um, I'm in full support of that, but even though it's not happening, um, I do want to talk about what we, yeah, what are some speculations that we think might be in there? Cause, um, looking at the, uh, um, the blog post here, originally it said, the digital showcase will run for a bit more than an hour, and for the first time, uh, 
give you yeah give you a first look at games you'll be playing after PlayStation 5 launches this holiday. The games coming to PS5 represent the best in the industry from innovative studios that span the globe. Studios both larger and smaller, those newer and those more established, all have been hard at work developing games that will showcase the potential of the new hardware. Um, oh, I just mixed uh, two paragraphs together. That's why that didn't make any sense. The digital showcase will run for a bit more than an hour, and for the first time, we will all be together virtually experiencing the excitement together. A lack of physical events has been has given us an amazing opportunity to think differently and bring you on the journey with us, hopefully closer than ever before. Um, this is part of our series of PS5 updates, and rest assured, after next week's showcase, we'll have much more to share with you. So this was just going to be one part of it. It wasn't going to be obviously announcing everything. Um, so it seems like this one is going to be focused on games. Like what do you have any thoughts yeah. on that? Like what kind of games do you think they could have been showing off? What kind of studios do you think we're going to see? We'd have probably seen some of the AAA big stuff. Uh, I think that we probably would have saw some gameplay for Godfall. Um, I know that was okay. like one of the first ones that we, that we <laughs> yeah, saw. It was announced at uh, the Game Awards last year in December. Yeah. yeah. And that game looks pretty great. I would I would assume we're probably going to get some gameplay for that. And uh, I, I would have liked to have seen a little more of like the Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I think that's probably going to be one that comes out both on PS4 as well as PS5. Now, that's just a guess. I don't know that the, for sure. The which one, sorry? Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah, no, that, 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 that game that that game at this point is only on PS4. They've even come out and said it's not going to be on PS5 well, for for a oh, long time. Oh really? Okay. Like they okay. they haven't even as far as I know they're only they either haven't even started on it or they've only just started working on a PS5 and Xbox Series X version because that game comes out in okay. September. Okay. All right. I wasn't aware yeah. of that. I oh guess yeah, I yeah. Should pay attention a little better. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no worries. Gonna, yeah. I thought it was going to be one of those ones that came out on both. At the that's same what a lot time. of that's what a lot of people initially thought, but there was a it was a couple months, ago, maybe a month and a half ago, um, they kind of quelched or, uh, yeah, kind of put out those rumors with, uh, um, what was it, an interview or something they did where they straight up said they're just like, no, at this time, like we're we I think they had only like barely just begun doing any sort of PS5 port or something like that, or like they were still like in the planning stages. They they're still working on the PS4 and Xbox One version at this point. Um, mm. so yeah, that, that probably won't even come until later next year. I wouldn't be surprised like summer of next year, if not later, <laughs> mm. um, with how big that game is. But, um, yeah, any, any other thoughts on like some games you think you, we might've seen or, um, nothing, nothing else specifically, nothing, yeah. but, um, I think there, there was a good possibility that we probably could have seen the actual box, the actual yeah. size of what this PlayStation five is going to be and what it's going to look like. I think that's, that's a real possibility that we might actually get some visual on what the box is going to look mm -hmm. like. You know, we, no. we saw the monstrosity that is the X series that looks like a giant tower. Refrigerator. Uh, yeah, it's, it <laughs> looks like a mini fridge, but no, I'm just kidding. It's understandable with the, with the venting that needs to happen with the crazy ray tracing and everything else. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure we'd have probably, you know, maybe again, just speculation, we'd have got an idea of what it looks like. Yeah. I think, um, I would hope as far as PlayStation exclusives, like, I think we're getting pretty close to Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Um, and that's not, like, that's that's purely based off of how many years it's been since the first one came out. And I know there's been a lot of murmurs going on amongst, like, just the games industry in general. Um, 
<laughs> whether it's whether it's things that voice actors are saying, so people who are actually going to be in the game, like have let stuff slip. Like I think Janina Gavankar, she plays one of the characters, and she let slip kind of that they they were working on something. Um, so I think I, I could totally see that being a launch game. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. This one I'm kind of 50-50 on. I could almost see them announcing a remastered version. Uh, not remastered necessarily, but you know, like how they did re- Last of Us Part 2 for PS5. Like what they did with the original Last of Us. Because the original mm-hmm. Last of Us came out just before the PS4 as well. And so they did it, and then they came out with a remastered version for PS4. I wonder if that would be something they'd showcase, be like, hey, here's PS4 version uh, and next, that you're going to get next week. Um, but here's what you can look forward to next year or something like that. Like, do you think, do you think they would do something like that, that, that soon though? That's why I'm 50, 50 on it. Cause it almost seems like that would cannibalize sales for the PS4 version. Yeah. I don't, I don't see them doing that because I yeah. think that, that you're very, you're very right. It would cannibalize sales because people, people would, would be, be like, saying, oh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. And then I'll get this super quality version of it, uh, in another, you know, five, six months or whatever it'd be. Um, right. yeah, I, I couldn't see them doing that. But I can see if everything's been tailored for it being a PlayStation 4 game only, I can see them remastering it to, to upgrade it a little bit, just like they did for oh, PS4. I totally think they will. I just was more thinking, like, would they announce that at, at something like this or not? Or would they just wait? And yeah, not, not uh, like, kind of talk, too soon, not talking. Yeah. Yeah. Talking with you now, it's like, yeah, it seems like it's a little too soon. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I could totally see um, as far as like exclusives, because that's that's what we all care about. Like, that's what we want for the PlayStation is exclusive. So like, is insomnia going to come out with maybe Spider-Man two or, or a new project? Um, uh, let's see. Santa Monica. They, it's been three, two years. It's been two years since God of war finished up two or three years. Like, are they working on something? Are they going to announce like just even a teaser, like a title, like boom, God of war, two or whatever which is confusing because there's already a god of war two but you know me i don't know how they're going to name it but god of war part two maybe um you know i'm, com- I'm coming 2022 or something or i'm curious and i could just be you know saying some stuff out loud i'm curious as to what naughty dog has in the next chamber obviously last of us two is getting ready to come out they have to already have an idea of what they're working on if they haven't already started to get something going and yeah. considering some of the things that they have uh licensed to i i know that they've said they retired the, the nathan drake uh character but i would love to see another uncharted game you know and it doesn't mm. necessarily have to be nathan drake i know they did the uh the female version based off of the 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 same uh, mapped out uh, uncharted 4 um you know, basically, it was just Uncharted Four with different skins. Um, yeah, Lost it was Nadine's, it was Nadine's, Nadine's story. Nadine and uh, yes. what's her—I forget her name. I didn't—I never got a chance to play it. Do you own that uh, one? I do. I own that because yeah, I—I think I—I think I'd wanted to borrow that from you in the past, and I forgot to follow up with you. But if I can borrow I think that that's sometime. when I changed I'd, my I'd be totally down. Yeah, I don't loan Probably. games out. I don't probably. Don't yeah, no, I don't I, loan games I get it. Out, but... Oh, I understand. <laughs> I if I had a choice, I would loan games. Yeah. If I if I had a choice, I wouldn't loan games out either. But I don't no, really have a choice. Have a choice. So. Yeah, no, I'll get I'll get that to you. It's okay. actually it's a great game. It's a bit. I'll be honest. Yeah, I've I never, heard I've heard I, amazing things about it. I never finished it. I never finished it. Uh, and that's a shame. But I got into other games, and unfortunately, I'm kind of a bit of a fake gamer like that. 
you know, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I'm yeah, really not good about finishing I games. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'd be curious about Naughty Dog as well because they, they've basically, I mean, as far as we know, obviously we don't know the ending of Last of Us Part 2, but... Um, we don't want to know. There's a lot of least, people who apparently yeah, know. Of, and we... Just based off of like trailers and stuff, like it just has a feeling of finality to it though, right? Like, I don't know. I feel that way from any trailers that have come out and any, like, it seems like, oh, okay, like first we have Joel's stories and then this is Ellie's story. Like those are, those are the only two main characters of the game. Like who else are they going to tell a story about? Right. Like, if, yeah. like I, I can imagine. So, um, it feels like they're wrapping this up. Like what do they do next? Like, and they, and they've done that throughout the years. Like obviously like they had crash bandicoot and they did like so many games and they kind of stopped doing that. And then PlayStation two generation, they started doing Jack and Daxter and they did that through the PlayStation two. And even in the PlayStation three generation, and they wrapped that up and then PlayStation three, they had, you know, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, and then eventually they wrapped that up on PS4, and same thing with Last of Us, and so it's like, okay, what's, I feel like whatever they do next, it's going to be fresh or new, like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see them going back and, like, trying going to dip to the well. in, yeah, going back to the, the well there and, and drawing from something pre-existing, I think they're going to come up with something fresh and new, which I'm stoked for, but again, it's yeah, like, we, we probably won't see anything from them for the next, like, six years, years or something yeah. like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All righty. Um, well, let's uh, see here. Well, oh, now's the time of the show where we normally would have a Patreon ad, uh, but uh, we are going to um, give a shout out to some awesome uh, uh, content creators and from the uh, from the Black community. So go check out these people that are coming up right now. Hey there, uh, I just want to give another shout out here to Paris Lilly. He's at Vicious696 over on Twitter. Um, he is from the Gamer Tag Radio. That's uh, a podcast. Uh, he has his own YouTube channel. You can go check him out. Just search for Paris, P-A-R-R-I-S, over on YouTube. Uh, but then he's also the co-host uh, on Gamer Tag Radio where they do, uh, I believe it's about twice a week, uh, gaming podcasts. They give you news, reviews, exclusive interviews, roundtable discussions about uh, the gaming and entertainment industry at large. Um, and yeah, they have some awesome stuff. Uh, he's also uh, was featured on um, an episode of uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily as well as uh, as that um, uh, the Spawn on Me um, episode where they had uh, all their special guests on. He's one of the special guests on that one. So go check out Paris Lily, uh, Paris, uh, P-A-R-R-I-S over on YouTube, his YouTube channel there, or uh, his also his podcast, Gamer Tag Radio, um, at Vicious696 is his Twitter handle. Go check him out. Um, he's making some awesome stuff over there. He's a super awesome dude from what I heard on, on Kind of Funny Games Daily, as well as uh, listening to some of the other stuff that he's put out through Gamer Tag Radio. So yeah. Uh, shout out to those guys go give them uh, a listen uh if you would kindly please go uh follow oj uh, he's at player essence over on twitter so p-l-a-y-e-r-e-s-s-e-n-c-e uh, he has a youtube channel called player essence uh where he brings you the comprehensive coverage of Nintendo Switch in Japanese gaming. He covers all the latest Nintendo Switch information, rumors, and Japanese gaming news. From the latest Nintendo Switch releases to the hottest gaming news, Player Essence has you covered. 
Um, yeah, give him a follow on Twitter. He's, he has some awesome stuff that he posts on Twitter. Uh, he's a real, real cool dude. Um, and, uh, also, I just watched a couple of his videos and subscribed to his channel over on YouTube. Uh, he has some awesome stuff. I am, you know, I'm not the biggest Nintendo fan. You all know I'm a PlayStation fanboy, but uh, he's got some cool stuff for for Nintendo that I really enjoyed. Some some cool like top ten list as well as some other uh, just uh, neat coverage on upcoming games um, and reviews that uh, you know I was super interested in. So he's making quality content over there. Player Essence on YouTube and at Player Essence on Twitter. Go give them a follow and subscribe. Hey there again. I uh, just wanted to uh, let you know uh, that you really need to go check out Black Girl Gamers uh, at Black Girl Gamers on Twitter, um, uh, over on YouTube, Black Girl Gamers, and then twitch.tv slash Black Girl Gamers. Uh, they have a Twitch channel where uh, or community, really. That's uh, an online safe space and platform that heightens the visibility of black women in gaming and advocates and advocates for diversity and inclusion. It's created by Jane 2015, and they currently have over 6,000 members from all over the world run amazing uh, in real life events and create online content to, to support diversity and inclusion in the industry. So um, they are really doing, uh, you know, putting in the legwork. They are working so hard, doing such amazing things over there, um, putting out incredible streams on Twitch. I was watching some of the streams, awesome stuff. Um, and, and their YouTube content, they have some really fun, like highlight uh, clips and stuff like that, showing off some of the things that they've done over on their Twitch stream. So if you just want to, uh, check it out and see what they're all about, go, go check out their YouTube channel first. Um, and then, uh, but definitely give them a follow. And if you can subscribe over at Twitch, cause, um, yeah, they, they, they're awesome. Uh, they're really killing it in, 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 in the Twitch streaming game right now. So definitely give at black girl gamers a look and give them a follow on Twitter as well. Alrighty, uh, we're back with the new releases now. Um, we have a few new releases that were I felt were worthy of shouting out here. Uh, what the Golf is on Switch, May 21st. Uh, I, there, there's two weeks worth of stuff here because we didn't have the show last week, so I wanted to make sure like everything kind of got covered. So May 21st, What the Golf came out on Switch. I played this game on, on, my, on the iOS, on, on iPhone. Um, I think it's also on Android. No, actually, you know, it might just be an, an iOS exclusive. Um, it was a lot of fun. I loved it on iPhone, and I'd be curious how it plays on Switch. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Minecraft Dungeons came out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on May 26. I was playing that on the, the PC Microsoft Game Pass there. Uh, it's free on there. And it's basically Diablo, but it's, it's but Minecraft. Like it's, so it's like a top-down kind of point-and-click game. Where you like run through dungeons and kill a bunch of monsters, but um, instead of you know, it's basically yeah, it's literally Diablo, but it's with the skin of Minecraft on it. Like it looks like the Minecraft <laughs> art style and stuff like that. So which which is fun, but I actually got looking into. Um, I played for about an hour, and I looked up online and saw that the campaign was only like three or four hours long. I'm like, mm. oh, that's weird. Like, why is it so short? Like Diablo is, I don't know, like. A 10 hour game or something like 15 hour i mean and and as replayability you can play it over and over and over and over again and like kind of play it forever or minecraft dungeons it's like oh like why would i want to play a three or four hour game over and like that doesn't 
seem very exciting like to do the same thing over and over again um but it was it was cool enough just checking it out uh mortal kombat 11 aftermath came out on ps4 xbox one switch stadia pc made on may 26th bioshock the collection came out on switch on may 29th borderlands legendary collection came out on switch on may 29th xcom 2 came out on switch may 29th uh xenoblade chronicles definitive edition came out on switch may 29th and valorant Comes out on PC, comes out of beta, because I'm currently in the beta right now, and I know Zetch was, he's talked about on a previous episode. Um, it's finally coming out of beta and going uh, free to everyone, June 2nd. Um, so as a, <clears throat> so if you guys listen to our Patreon feed, it's today. If you're listening on our regular feed, it was yesterday, so go check that out. Um, and uh, if you're interested in playing, hit me up, because I've played a few times and I've enjoyed it. Uh, but it's definitely more fun to play with friends. So I have it on PC. So yeah, let me know. I'm interested. Now is the time of the show where we talk about what you, uh, what we've been playing. So JJ, what you've been playing? Well, because the month of June, in just another short couple of weeks, I'm going to be picking up that copy, thanks to our Patreon supporters, of uh, Last of Us 2. And I look forward to being able to play that. Uh, man, I'm like so excited. I decided to go ahead and go back in time. I jumped in the DeLorean and I went back to the original. I went back to 2013's The Last of Us. So I've been playing nice. The Last of Us. I've done another run through and I'm actually almost done with the game again. Um, I'm right at the tail end. I have had so much fun. I, I actually have become a better player now. I realized that a lot of times uh, when I did the game the first time, yes, it took me longer because I didn't know this, the you know, thing. It's been a couple of years since I played the game. I play a little bit here and there, but I haven't really played the game in, in like two or three years. And uh, this time around, I really, really went in with stealth on the brain. And I played a much better game by being stealthy, by going, okay, I'm going to bide my time. I'm going to really try to like be smart about every move. Before, as a, as a gamer who had no experience, I would rush into everything. I was going to run in full <laughs> tilt boogie and would get destroyed. That's not the way to play this game. So no, if, not you guys <laughs> have, if you've never played The Last of Us, it stands out even now. It stands out as being the very best storytelling of any game. And this was a PlayStation 3 game that then got remastered uh, for PlayStation 4. Um, the one thing that I can say is now, after playing all the great Red Dead Redemptions and all the other new games, Spider-Man and stuff that have great fluid gameplay, this absolutely comes across as a little bulky and blocky and i can definitely yeah, tell that it yeah, yeah it's very evident to me now playing it the story is still absolutely incredible but it, it's very much evident to me in in the way that this stuff is is laid out it's not very fluid like new games so that's one of the reasons why i'm really looking forward to, to last of us 2 coming out in a couple of weeks because i know that it's going to be all that in a bag of chips like, it's just going to be an updated new version of this thing with great storytelling like only Naughty Dog can do. Naughty Dog has consistently put out incredible games. All four of the Uncharted games, the fifth game, of course, The Lost Legacy with the Chicks, and then uh, this, Last of Us 2, they just, they kill it. When they bring games 
they put a lot into it. And I know I was devastated that it didn't come out in February. It didn't come out in March. And I kept kvetching about it. When is it going to come out? You know what? It's coming out at the perfect time. It's coming out at the perfect time. This is the game that we needed right now during COVID. This is the game that we needed right now during all the chaos in the world. Uh, We can go ahead and and all of this stuff can be healed with one incredible, amazing video. Or or maybe not, but we can at least get away from all the regular life bull crap that we deal with every day by playing a really great video game. So Last of Us, the original, uh, still stands out. And Garrett, I implore you, to get on to this game before you get an opportunity to play Last of Us 2 to refresh yourself. I know you haven't played in a bunch of years since it first came out. The game is still absolutely incredible. Yeah, so I played the original one on PS3 back like when it first came out. And I've told the story, like basically back when those big PlayStation hacks happened, I was, I got hacked. I was one of the ones, the accounts that got their information stolen. And so I was sitting at church and I looked down and got an email that I made a purchase at PlayStation. I'm like, that didn't happen. Like I'm just sitting here praising Jesus and all of a sudden I'm buying, <laughs> buying the last of us. Um, and so, yeah, I got home and I was like, well, at least it was a good game, I guess. Like it could have been worse. Um, so I obviously quickly, very quickly changed my password, called PlayStation. They're like, sorry, can't refund you because we suck. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Did they actually and, say that? Yeah, yeah. They said that. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We suck so bad, but we yes. can't give you your money yes. back with digital downloads. It's how it works. I'm like, okay, well, you suck. They're like, oh, we know we just said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> um, but I played through it um, and I remember enjoying it. But I was even telling you earlier today, like, I have a hard time remembering the end of it because I was just, we're, we're, we're all different at different times of our lives. Like, you, like mm-hmm. when we're younger, we're just very different people. Like, that was what? eight years ago now when that came out on ps3 seven or eight years ago um i was at a different spot mentally in my gameplay style in my thinking of the world and anything so for me it was just like i'm playing a fun zombie game whatever big whoop (laughs) like barely paying attention to the story um but it's made me like jealous almost like i listen to podcasts for the last couple years like in the gaming industry like kind of funny or ign stuff or whatever it may be and uh, I hear them talk about The Last of Us. I'm like, I did not pick up on that. I did not get that. And then they even talk about the end. I'm just like, I vaguely remember the end. Like, I don't remember that, though. Like, so I, I really want to go back and play through it before The Last of Us Part Two. So that's actually something that I know I've mentioned to you a couple of times. I think I mentioned to a few friends a few times. I want to play through The Last of Us, you know, the first one. Um, and I'm hoping I can have uh, this studio set up instead of out here in the garage hopefully inside um we uh our housemate recently actually just today um moved out so the room is empty now so it's going to become my new in-home studio so uh slash guest room slash judy's art room so not just my studio but, <laughs> um you're gonna yeah it's gonna be but, full of like easels yeah. and like paint and, yeah exactly probably and in a, in a air mattress in a corner for guests to come over right, uh, right. We're too, too poor for a real bed but uh <laughs> Basically, uh, my hope though is like I want to be I want to be able to stream through it because, um, yeah, I mean I I've been trying to brainstorm ways to do more content for Super Gamer Boys in general, and I'm like, what better way than to just jump on Twitch and uh, play through this game leading up to the release on the 19th? Um, it's only like what I think you can beat the original game in like 10 to 15 hours. So right, I was like, so like 
in like a week I could take, like if I play like a few hours every night, like a weekend, like I could probably have it done. Um, and it'd be cool to be able to interact with the chat and stuff like that, interact with our community. Um, and kind of for those of you who haven't played it, cause I know there's some of you who listen to this podcast who haven't played PlayStation exclusives. You're just on Xbox. So if you want to play along, watch along with me, um, that'd be fun. And then we can kind of experience it over again together because like I said, it's been so long. I'm like, I hardly remember how it ends. So um, I, yeah, I think I, that I'm, if you do that, you get a playthrough. and people who haven't played the game before or even seen the game before that are Xbox people, they're going to convert, man. They're going to convert over to PlayStation because of that. That's one the hope. Game. That's the hope. I'm telling you like for what little knowledge I have of Xbox, there is no games on Xbox that are anything quite like what last of us brings to the table. No, that that's that's truth, and I don't even. I th- I think most Xbox people would agree with you there. Um, but oh, what 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 games I have been playing? There's been two, well, sort of two, maybe like one and a half. Um, the the half this here's the half. I've sort of been playing Animal Crossing again. Um, I kind of fell off because I got super into Final Fantasy VII. Played through that, beat it because I'm a real gamer. Um. <sighs> And then what happened is basically life kind of went to crap for a couple weeks. And then <laughs> after coming out of that, I was like, huh, it's been like two weeks since I played a video game. I should do something. It was last Sunday, I believe it was. Um, so not the 31st, but the one before that. Um, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to jump on Animal Crossing. And I know on Sundays you can buy turnips and they have this thing in the game called the stock market, not stock, but stalk, like S-T-A-L-K. I don't know why it's called the stock market. And basically you buy um, turnips in the game. And then throughout the week, you can go and check in at the shop to the little Nook twins, the little kids who run this shop basically, and ask them, hey, what are the turnip prices today? And it'll fluctuate throughout the week. It'll go up and down, up and down. You never know what it's going to be. And it's literally just the stock market. And you're just like, okay, like you're going to buy low and sell high. And last week, I was like, okay, here we go. I bought them for 99 turnips a piece, 99 bucks a piece, basically. I bought like $80,000 worth of turnips. And I was all of my money in my bank account. I'm like, here goes nothing. I think I even put it out on Twitter. I'm like, someone, please, if anyone has good prices, let me know. I, I, have, I have a family and kids to feed. Like, anyone, please. <laughs> like, um, I ended up selling them for 180 I felt that like that was a pretty good turnaround. It was almost, you know made double the amount out off of it almost doubled it that's pretty good and then like a psychopath uh yesterday sunday because you only buy them on sunday mornings sunday morning i got up they are on sale for 90 so cheaper than how i bought them the week before and i had more money this time i had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and i spent them spent all two hundred fifty thousand dollars on turnips uh. i'm going all in baby all in wow. And I am hoping for the best this week because if I don't make a profit, <laughs> if I don't, I, I want to at least break even. But man, if I can't do that, I'm so screwed. Like, I'd be so bummed. But fortunately, me, fortunately, me and my buddy are kind of working together. He he put in a million dollars, million bells. And he bought a million dollars worth of turnips and I bought 250, like a quarter million worth of turnips. So it, it, between the two of us, we got one and a quarter million on the line. So wow. we're working together. He's checking his prices every day. I'm checking mine because every island has different prices. And so he's like today, he texts me at lunch. Mine's at 63. I'm like, oh, mine's at 74. He's like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to wait. One, let's wait until and see what it's like tomorrow. So that's every day we're oh, just going to be texting man. and praying to God that we get, <laughs> that we at least break even. That we, but I mean, oh, so 
yeah, so that's that's my half a game I've been playing. So I'm not like playing throughout the week. I literally buy turnips on on Sunday and then like on my lunch break every day, I'm checking the prices and to see if it's worth selling my turnips and then I turn it <laughs> off. Um, this, the main game I've been playing though is The Messenger. I started playing about a week ago, maybe not even, like maybe four or five days ago. This game is, it came out 2017, 2018 um, and it's made by... 2018. Uh, it's made by Sabotage Studios, but it was published by um, Devolver Digital. Uh, they do a lot of pretty awesome games. Um, but it is a... It's in the style of like a... Oh, kind of like a, like a Super Nintendo, maybe even Sega Genesis type like side-scroller game about a ninja fighting like the hordes of demon armies. Um, and what's really cool is it's like, it's a modern game made in this old art style, but I love it has like this super dry, sarcastic sense of humor throughout the whole thing. Um, very self-aware, like totally understands it's a video game and like, like makes jokes about it, like kind of breaks mm -hmm. that fourth wall kind of thing. Um, which is great. Every time you die, there's like this little demon that pops up on the screen that like saves you essentially. Like it's a good demon. He'll like, like the way it works is he says, you know, before you die, he freezes time and, you know, takes you back to the last save point. But he always has like these really like sarcastic remarks. It's like, you just couldn't resist jumping on those spikes again, huh? Like, it's not that hard. Just don't, <laughs> just don't do it. Like, it's like, okay, dude, like chill. Or like, awesome. or like, Hey, I've, I've saved your life like uh, 78 times now. Like you think you need to get good, dude. Like it's just like totally just roasting you while you're playing the game. Wow. So I've been loving it so far. I'm, um, I feel like I'm not very far in, but I don't know. I don't know how long it actually is. So I played a, um, a few hours, but I found, uh, I wrote in the Discord earlier today too, I mentioned this. I just get frustrated really easily with it. Um, like I'll get stuck at a section and die and die and die and die. I'm like, okay, okay, here's the deal. Like I just need to, I'll like walk away and like not play it for, you know, I'll play it like while Shep is napping in the afternoon and then I'll go back later that night, like around like nine or 10 o'clock and I'll jump through it. And the thing I was stuck on, I'll breeze through it, no problem. Like, get through it, great, no problem. But um, it's just a game I really got to focus. And yeah, if I get stuck and start getting frustrated, I immediately like, okay, got to turn it off. So I usually play it for about 20 or 30 minutes. And then I get to a point where I'm frustrated. I'm like, okay, nope, got to walk away. Because um, it is hard. It's a hard game. Like, those old, you know, retro 2D side-scrollers were hard. You go back and play Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis games, even today, like, I have hard, such a hard time with some of those games. Um, and this really you know, takes that seriously. So I, and I love that. I love that it has the challenge. Um, but I, the, the best thing about it, the best thing about this game is the soundtrack. Seriously. Like there's been so many times I've just left it running and just like to listen to the music. Like I think I, um, I found the spot of, uh, the, the album on Spotify. I've been listening to it. It's so stinking good. Like if you haven't listened to the, the messenger soundtrack, go check it out. Cause it is incredible. Like it's su such good music on that, like eight bit, like audio style. Um, just amazing. So yeah, I highly recommend this game and, uh, yeah, it definitely, uh, more people need to play if they haven't already. I know it's an old game, but somehow I missed the train and, uh, I'm really enjoying it. So it's on PC, PS4, it's your PS4, Xbox one, switch and, yeah, PC. So it's on pretty much everything. So go check that Very one out. Cool. Well, Garrett, I hate to uh, to call it call it a show on you, but I got to get the it's kids to bed. It it's is it is getting to be a little bit long in the tooth, and I got to get the kids to bed. Mostly, it's me. I'm tired and I'm starting to fall asleep. But Do you need uh, me to come come tuck you in. 
We need some warm milk. Okay. I'll, I don't I'll be there in about I'll be there in about an hour. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Some some warm yeah. almond milk. Yes, that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. so hey, we we did it. Here we actually survived a show where we had to talk about real stuff and stuff that's heavy and on everybody's mind right now. And uh, neither of us said anything that can get us in trouble or can get us kicked off of Twitter and or Twitch. So hey, I'm pretty not, proud of you. We're not done yet, JJ, and uh, just stick to the script. Stick to the script. Okay. I know it's hard for you. Right. No, um, I'm not thank you guys. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, though. And in all seriousness, like, yeah, like you guys, um, I've been struggling a lot, like just with my mental health a lot the last couple of weeks. And I know, um, yeah, you guys have been there to to help me and support support me through that. So thank you for that. Thank you for continuing to listen to the show. Um, remember, like. We are here for, for, for all of you guys, no matter your skin color, white, black, brown, everything in between. Like we, we want to make sure like that, that everyone has a voice and everyone's represented and that everyone is loved. Like that's, that's what it's all about. Like we just need to all like, we need to love each other in this time. So, um, Absolutely. if anyone needs anything, like reach out to us, like obviously like financially we can't help, but man, no, we like, can't. I'm down to just, we but like if you, if you need someone to talk to, like I'm down to talk, like I may not understand, but you know, I'm, I, sometimes people just need to listen. Um, yeah. if, uh, and, and yeah, like 100%, like what you were saying before, like do, if, if you have the ability and you're, you know, you're privileged enough to, to have a spotlight of any sort, like try to aim that towards the people who need it most right now, which is, you know, those, some of the, the protests that are going on some of the, um, some of those people who are, um, yeah, peacefully speaking out like on online, um, and, and in different places like on podcasts and YouTube and stuff like that. And that's, that's what we were trying to do with some of those people we shouted out throughout the show on, on, in our ad sections there, um, is yeah. given that spotlight. And I told Adrian this, I was like, we have the tiniest, like little platform. Like we have nothing even compared to them. They're probably bigger than us. But even if five of you listeners out there go and listen to them, like, I feel like that's a win because that's like, yeah, that's better than, than none of you guys going and, and checking them out. And, um, cause it is yeah. important. It's important to have different, hear different perspectives and, um, yeah, really, uh, um, be willing to just listen and understand and, or, or at least want to understand and, and hear them out. So, um, yeah. yeah, we seriously just implore you to, to go check out some of those people that, that we shouted out here. Um, if you can, um, normally we shout out our Patreon here. We did at the beginning of the show. Um, but if you can, you know, I know there's a lot of different uh, places out there you can support financially for everything going on right now. So I implore you to do some research and find some place that you feel comfortable giving at this time for one of those. I I would mention off the I would mention one here, but off the top of my head, I'm blanking on on something to support financially. So just do your research and whatever you feel comfortable giving towards during this time to help um, uh, help you know the Black Lives Matter or whatever it is. Like go go check those out and um, and I. Yeah, I would ask you to do that instead of coming to our Patreon or our store like at this moment. Um, you can rate and review us over on iTunes uh, or anywhere else you listen to our podcast. That helps us tremendously showing up in the ratings. Um, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter at gmorlang. JJ is uh, somewhere. Sometimes, right, you're on Twitter. Uh, sometimes, sometimes on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at JJ Furtum. Yeah. I think it's been about a year since you've been on there, but at JJ Purdom, you can find him. Um, Zetch isn't here this week, but you can find him over on Instagram at Zetch Keenan or at his other uh, little um, Instagram page that he does called Nerd Dads. So at nerd underscore dads. Uh, he does some cool, fun, like, uh, 
yeah, if you're looking for if you're a dad and you like nerdy stuff, go check it out. He has some fun, like relatable little little videos and posts and stuff he puts up there. Pretty funny. Definitely. Um, and uh, keep in mind that uh, the great philosopher John Lennon once said, "All you need is love," and that's the only way that we're ever going to be able to combat all the hate. So thank you guys so much for joining us here this week. I am JJ Purdom. This guy over here, the skinny guy who looks like he's way too hungry. That's Garrett Morlang. We are the Super Gamer Boy. And uh, don't forget that Black Lives Matter. 